Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed, and I'm Ken Napsok for, you guessed it, another edition of Spotlight Star Wars, episode 54, I do believe, if my arithmetic is correct. 
Kind of a quick one, but that's exciting news for you, the Force Center fan, because I am on my way shortly to the recording studios at Joseph Scrimshaw's house to meet up with Joseph and Jennifer Landa to get back on the right track of recording regularly. We had to take a little hiatus, as you all know if you've been listening. Uh, if you happen to be new, this is Spotlight Star Wars on the Force Center podcast feed, and this show is my monologue to you, the Star Wars fan. Been a tough week for us here in America, tough week week in the world. It's been a tough year for the world. And our friend Jennifer Land has a great piece on her YouTube channel about what Star Wars means to her during these tough times. I think sometimes it is more than just escape. It is sometimes where we can look. It is our stories. It is our tales. It is no coincidence that after some of the more recent uh, tragedies here in uh, America that I saw some people posting uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Uh, quotes from Sam to Frodo at the end of Two Towers about uh, the world needs heroes and the stories to tell and we must go on and all this stuff. And that is why I think these, uh, these epics, these big, giant, modern, myth- mythological epics we have here, the big myths, uh, are important, important for us to turn to, important for them to reflect on ourselves too, which is why I do believe Star Wars, as it moves forward, should adapt and change with the times a little bit, and why it is important to have Rey as your star, and Finn as your star, and Poe as your star, and maybe, uh, maybe some uh, even more additions to that as they diversify Star Wars, because it should definitely reflect the world in which we live in and that is something that is important to everyone now and uh, it should have been important all along but hey change can come it can come slowly and uh, that is why I do believe uh, and I have changed my view on that myself I, uh, in the sense that when uh, episode 7 casting news first broke I quite frankly didn't care that the cast was mostly what it was I just wanted good performances and good actors but uh, then I had to step outside of my own self and see what Star Wars means to a lot of different people uh, I've always been good at having uh, friends and people in my life who represent a lot of different things than I do. I think that's important. I think that's all uh, something we should strive for. Um, but um, uh, with the episode seven casting hoopla, it uh, it struck it struck a chord with me. This isn't just my Star Wars. It isn't just your Star Wars. It's everyone's Star Wars. It's everyone's story. And uh, that is why uh, Episode 7, I think, to me, was a success. You can take your plot points that seem to be reminiscent of previous Star Wars films, and I will not disagree with it. There's part of me that wishes Force Awakens was a little bit different. That the very least Starkiller base was flat and not a round, round Death Star-like looking planet. But we didn't get that. We didn't get that. We got a little bit of a retread, a little bit of a rehash, a little bit of a reboot, and that is okay to me because what outweighs that still is what Force Awakens brought to the Star Wars universe, which is new characters of a different type, of a different feel, and a different perspective. And that is the most encouraging thing from that movie to me. Um, I still cannot, I cannot, if you get me started on how awesome I think the Ray character is and how well it's executed, I'll go for hours, uh, off air or on. And I was reminded again because I purchased Star Wars uh, Lego Force Awakens. 
Or is it Lego Star Wars Force Awakens? I don't know. Uh, I purchased it. I was a fan of the Lego games back in the day when they first broke. Actually, I was a fan of Lego uh, back in, oh, you know, 1979, 80, 81, 82. My first Lego starship called the Galaxy Commander, a 1982 set. I got it as a kid. It was the biggest set I ever had to that point. I built it in 1982. We're in 2016. That Lego ship is still built not touched. Little pieces falling off here and there. Definitely a lot of dust, but it is still put together from that night in 1982, probably around my birthday in April of 1982. That set is still, you could still pull it up, and it is as little Kenny built it. Uh, that is how much I love Lego. So I, I am a, definitely a fan of the first couple games, the Star Wars games. Uh, I love the ones that tool around the prequels. I think it did uh, uh, a little uh, little piece of, of a bigger puzzle to make the prequels more uh, enjoyable for some. And then I loved uh, the second one uh, that goes into the original trilogy. And I loved the first Indiana Jones Lego game. And after that, they got bigger and better in some sense, but uh, lost some of the, the simple charm for me. I got stuck on the Lord of the Rings Lego <laughs> game uh, and couldn't get out of uh, couldn't get out of a uh, out of a of, out of a level early on. And I was like, I think I'm. I finally, I think I'm too old for these games. I think it's time for me to move on. But I had to come back for Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, and I love it. And I'm a couple levels in. Uh, I've, I've teamed up with Han. I've I've been chased by Rathtars. Uh, I've gotten that far into the game, and then uh, kind of got stuff. Um, and what started this whole thing here is my favorite character to play is Rey. Because uh, when you get her early on in the game, you don't have a blaster. You just got her. You just got her stick, and you just got her feet and her agility. And it's and it's fun to play. And it just reminded me again and how much I love Ray and how much we all seem to just have a big giant, what I hope is an innocent crush on Daisy Ridley. She is the world's crush right now. Daisy Ridley is killing it. Her uh, effervescent smile, it's so contagious. Uh, I love watching her workout routine simply because I'm in awe. I take notes and I hit the gym. If I can do half as good as Daisy Ridley does in the gym, I might be all right. Uh, story broke this week with her uh, posting some gym footage and she covered her hair with a pillow because it was her new Ray hairstyle. I thought that was great. Thought that was great. That means for you cosplayers, there's some new hairstyles coming your way in Star Wars Episode 8. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, last week, uh, we uh, talked a little bit on Spotlight Star Wars about uh, someone posed a great question um, that uh, about a movie set between three and four, a new story, and I talked about a little bit what I wanted, but I put it out to you guys there. Uh, quiet week, obviously, bigger uh, bigger things on our minds this week, but I did get some responses early in the week, and Jessica Beardsley had a great uh, a great response at Ms. underscore Bitsy. Uh, she says, Spotlight Star Wars. I'm fascinated by the clones, their personalities and identity issues. I'd love to see Rex, Gregor, Wolf, their struggle after being de- demobilized and coming to grips with how the war ended leading up to Rebels. That's a great story, Jessica. You should pitch that to Lucasfilm. Are you listening, Lucasfilm Story Group? I do want to see that. Um, the return of Rex and Rebels was so interesting to me and something I was so looking forward to because I thought the Clone Wars cartoon did such a great job in adding depth and personality to these clones uh, that the movies just didn't have a chance to do and and maybe would have failed to do even given the chance. But uh, I was interested in seeing what happened um, to Rex. I miss me some Commander Cody. Doesn't matter. Um, And I got to say that um, I uh, I, I agree with that, Jessica, that I would like to see uh, maybe it's better in book form. Maybe a, a short-run comic series. Could it be a movie? Could we see a big-screen movie solely focusing on the clones? 
maybe not realistically, but I think I'd be on board for it if you tie it into something else. Um, I, I totally think, uh, totally think uh, that's something there because uh, it's interesting, man. The, the 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 relationship between the Jedi and and clones, which uh, played out a little differently and more deeper in some of the books that are now non-canon and and some of the stories we grew to know, and so the turn of Order sixty six carries some weight that the the movie's actually Revenge of the Sith Order 66 is one of my favorite sequences. It does kind of get me. The music's great. Uh, I've talked about it before, seeing Kiati Mundi get shot down, Plo Koon get shot down. The sequence is good to me. And uh, it could have been bigger, longer, I don't know. It's ruined a little bit. I've never been overly happy with the decision of Anakin Skywalker to turn to Darth Vader, and the first thing he does is kill all the kids. However, that's pretty gruesome, and that's pretty evil, and that's a good way to show that this guy has lost who he is. So I can't, in a way, argue with the decision of Lucas to do that with uh, Anakin Skywalker turned Darth Vader, and that's one of my favorite shots I've talked about of the 501st marching into the Jedi Temple with Anakin Skywalker, but there's something in Order 66 that you get later on if you read more of the stories, uh, more of the things out there. Um, uh, the, the Kanan comic uh, starts with Order 66, and in the few pages that they have before it happens, I, you actually get to me a little bit more of a connection than you do in a lot of other Star Wars stories. If you haven't checked that one out, please do. So, Jessica, I agree with your, what you're saying. Wonder if it can be a movie? Maybe we could add to it. Maybe if you're, you're out there listening, add to Jessica's story. Follow her at Ms. underscore Bidzy and, and uh, uh, hashtag Spotlight Star Wars Find Your Story. And let's add, let's build, let's pitch this movie. How can we pitch a, a a movie between episode three and four that focuses in part on the clones coming to grips with now realizing they're not needed or they're not part of the empire. They're part of the republic. They're part of a past. Um, we could see. We could see how we could do that. Dane Owens at Owen Danes has a question for us at Force Center pod at Force Center, hashtag Force Center, and Spotlight Star Wars. I'm going to take this one. We might discuss it uh, also on. Um, uh, four center, so I apologize if it's a repeat. But uh, Star Wars official Facebook page questioned the fate of Obi-Wan's lightsaber after his fight with Vader in A New Hope. And I'm on the page itself right now. And this is Thursday's Thoughts. What do you think Darth Vader did with Obi-Wan's lightsaber? Um, simple question, but if you want to be a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist or you want to really dive into the Star Wars story, could this mean something? Could this mean that as Luke's lightsaber was a powerful plot device in Episode 7, that Obi-Wan's lightsaber could have something to do with Episode 8 or any other story? It's a fair question. What did Vader do? We never really get to see. The cloak falls, the saber falls, Vader taps the cloak with his foot, and then the doors start to close. He's distracted, trying to go after the Falcon. Boom, the doors close. We don't know. I have to assume Vader grabbed it. I don't know if he took it as a trophy. Is there something inside Vader at the point in New Hope that he could take it as a reminder of what was? Or is it just trophy? Is it just victory? Is the evil, twisted mind of the Dark Lord of the Sith causing him to grab that saber and say, finally, I destroyed the man that destroyed me? Or is it a little, little from column A? A little from column B. It just, uh, just might be.
just might be. It's an interesting thing. So uh, what do you guys think happened? Uh, Dane asks us and asks me directly. He says, well, he says, I've been having fun thinking about it. Did Vader sleep with it under his pillow? Does Vader sleep with a pillow? That's the first question. Is it buried in the recesses of Maz Kanata's basement? Interesting. Interesting theory. Um, maybe. Maybe not. Who knows what is in Maz or was in Maz Kanata's castle there on Takadona. What do you think happened to the fabled lightsaber? I definitely think Vader grabbed it. I definitely think Vader grabbed it. And I think, I think he keeps it and kept it to reflect to reflect on what had happened. I think all the things I said are somewhat true from a certain point of view. I think I think he took it as a as a as a memory of what once was, and I think he took it a little bit as a trophy. So I'm coming back full circle, thinking it out. That's my answer. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. But what do you guys think? And have fun with it. Go to our Facebook page. Use uh, the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars on there if you want so I can find it, or I can just, just post it on our Facebook page. What do you think? Darth Vader did with Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber. And could it factor in later on? Could it factor in somehow? Because you see, Rey gave up the lightsaber she had, the lightsaber she used to defeat, in essence, Kylo Ren. She gave it back to to its rightful owner, Luke Skywalker. That's what we see at the end of Episode Seven. Now, he hasn't taken it yet. Does 8 open with Luke saying, no, that saber is yours, Ray. And with it, we will take back the galaxy. With it, I will make you a Jedi. With it, we will start your training. Or does Luke take the lightsaber as a symbol of what that means? Vader's lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber, Luke's first lightsaber. Does he take that? And then give her his green one from Jedi? Or does he go, hey, I've got one for you, too? Something that I found in my travels. Something I've been meaning to give to the right person. Here's Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber. And oh, by the way, he was your father or he was your grandfather. And you're related because you're a Kenobi. Could that be it? I don't know. I don't know. Much questions to answer. I can't wait to episode eight. I can't wait for Rogue One. But I can't. I'm starting to get itchy, kids. I'm starting to get that itchy feeling. I haven't been clicking on much of those stories. There hasn't been a ton. No no major leaks coming out of the Episode 8 set. Uh, pillowcases on the heads appropriately. Um, I've, been, I've, been, I've been getting itchy. I've been getting excited. Starting to count down the days because we are almost to Rogue One. It, it, the year is half over. Hard to believe. And with Comic-Con coming up, my life will, will disappear. July will be gone. It will be August before I know it. September, October, November, December, Rogue One, and then a year from Episode 8. I hate it when life moves on. I wish I was still a kid in 1982 playing with my Star Wars toys and my Space Lego sets. But time moves on, but the benefit... Of that is we're one day closer to episode eight and getting more answers. Incl- uh, uh, speaking of answers, flying from the seat of my pants here, started reading Life Debt, Chuck Wendig's follow up to Aftermath. This is Aftermath Life Debt. Aftermath was, uh, we can honestly say, a much maligned book. Unfortunately, I know from close sources that uh, it did affect Chuck Wendig, that he was a little sad and disappointed about the reaction to his book. He, he was public with some of that there, too. I think that's a shame because he's a Star Wars fan and he's a good writer, and I think he wrote a good book that I've said, again, said before, I'll say again. It was just 
marketed wrong, or not even marketed wrong, it's just we fans again had our expectations, because you tell us it is the novel that continues the story that ended in Return of the Jedi. It is the pickup where Force Awakens is way in the future. This is what happened after the Death Star 2 was destroyed. This is what happened after the Emperor and Vader were destroyed and the Empire was sent into the galaxy scattered, scared, afraid, trying to recover. This is the story, and then when you tell that story, and you're not allowed, because I'm sure it wasn't his decision, you're not allowed to use in full characters named Luke, Leia, or Han, though they make appearances or there's references here and there. Um, Aftermath suffered simply because of that. Because we had cracked open that book, and the thing came out, the early on thing you heard Akbar uh, talking, and, and Wedge and Tilly's was in there, and it was like, great, we're getting some of the characters. No, we're not getting, okay, what is this story? We've got a whole bunch of new characters. Um, they factor in Nora Wexley, of course, her son uh, Temin becomes Snap Wexley, factors in greatly to The Force Awakens. So I'm into Life Debt, just a few chapters. I just got my hands on it. And I am here to report that some of the characters you know and love are in it, as we kind of uh, assume they would at the end of Aftermath. Life Dead, of course, referring to the life debt that Chewbacca had to Han Solo, that in turn, it seems, Han Solo is intending to repay to Chewbacca. That is how strong their friendship is. So you got the, those characters. You've already got a Han. You've already got a Leia. Uh, you already got references of Chewbacca, Mon Mothma's there, and more characters to come. Um, it is uh, off to a great start, and I highly recommend, uh, if you haven't read Aftermath, read it for yourself. Figure out if you like it. There's some great stuff in there. I like the interludes in the story. The book has these weird interludes uh, that uh, seem to go off the beaten path of the story, but I do believe factor in. Uh, this book has that as well, as well, and I like it. I like the mystery. I like the intrigue. And I think Life Dead is going to uh, uh, do a, a very good job of answering the questions. Sometimes it's a trilogy of, the, of books, remember. There's um, uh, M- Aftermath, Empire's End coming as well. And I think uh, we owe it to the author, Chuck Wendig, to take it in, read it all, and put it together as one big story, and then decide if we all liked Aftermath. I think uh, I think that is where I come down on that. Uh, so look it out. I'm catching up on the comics. I apologize. I want to be able to talk more about the comics with you guys, um, but I um, got a little behind. Got a little Han Solo 2, Poe Dameron 4. They're all out there. I got to read them. I got to catch up. Um, so on that note, though, this has been a short, somewhat quicker edition um, of Spotlight Star Wars because, uh, like I said, Joseph and I, Jennifer and I, we're all gathering to get back on the recording trail and give you guys some new episodes of Force Center and Databank Brawl and more things coming. I promise, I promise, I keep saying it. I got a Google Doc open, writing some of the things I need to get to this other uh, show, Star Wars, ranked off the ground. It's been a busy time. I'm sorry. The job is busy. Gearing up for Comic Con is beating me down. We got some stuff in Rogue One coming. We got Star Wars celebrations Europe out there in London going on later this week or uh, the end of next week, right? Yep, yep. What is it? Yep, the 16th, I believe, around that time. 15th, you got the big reveal of the Rogue One trailer. Guys, we are going to be getting a lot of Rogue One, and I'm excited, and I hope you are too. Don't forget to join the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag SpotlightStarWars. You can follow me at Ken Napsock, and please follow us 
at Four Center Pod. And don't forget the Facebook page. That's where I want you to go on Facebook to Four Center. Like it if you haven't already. And then uh, respond there with what you think happened to Obi-Wan's lightsaber at the end of New Hope. And then also on Twitter, use that hashtag to uh, continue the pitch, the movie pitch, the story pitch that Jessica Beardsley's put out there. She's a great listener, very dedicated to us here at uh, Force Center. We uh, appreciate her uh, pitching that good story idea. Let's add to it and see how can we get the clones and uh, their story into a movie set between three and four. Have fun with it, guys. You are the best. Times are tough, but at least we have Star Wars to crawl up into, escape a little bit, and feel the feels. Guys, until next time, may the Force thing kind of sort of always remain around you. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.